18 years ago, this mum made what some thought was a crazy move, quitting her successful city career as a project finance lawyer to become a baby massage instructor. This mum went on to train thousands of baby massage teachers all around the world and built an incredibly successful business around her children. From the very start, right through to lockdown in 2020, this successful businesswoman describes the challenges faced as being an ongoing part of the entrepreneurial journey and shares the key to her success in being able to continually bounce forward. Join me as I talk to Gail Berry. Welcome to the Empower podcast for mums in business. We are women building a business we love while making a home for the ones we love more than anything. I'm your host, Nicola Hewlin. Join me as I talk to seemingly ordinary women just like me and you as they share their extraordinary stories and inspirational advice to bounce back even stronger from challenging times and thrive in business, motherhood and life. So I'm really excited to welcome today's guest, Gail Berry. Hi, Gail. Hi. I'm really excited for our time together to say thank you, first and foremost. Mums in business, we're all super busy and you are doing so much in the world that I hope we'll very much get to touch on. Let's just say thank you for giving up your time today. And I want to hand straight over and ask you, What's your bounce back story you'd like to share with the audience today? Mm, interesting. So my bounce back story really is about kind of getting out of my own way a little bit during lockdown because I have a very well established business that I've been running for 18 years called Blossom and Berry um, where we teach the power of nurturing touch and love across the world through our network of over a thousand teachers and that's a business that I love and it's given me a lot of joy and it's given me a lot of experience so I um, also decided to create another business, which is my Gail Berry Love Legacy coaching business. But I found myself always slightly drawn between the two businesses. I also run a charity as well. So I'm quite a busy lady. And I found that I was very comfortable with Blossom and Berry. I loved that business. And that was very much my flow zone. And I knew I had a lot that I could offer with my with my coaching and mentoring but I was kind of getting in my own way because I had lots of excuses about how I couldn't fully step into my power I was really busy with Blossom and Berry I was really busy with my charity I couldn't do it you know and then lockdown happened and I started to see many many women in my community not only my teachers within Blossom and Berry but other other women that I knew largely mums in business who were struggling because their business relied on in-person training or just basically they're just you know like like most people have an in-person social element to their business which then was stopped and they had this need and I knew that I had the knowledge about how to build an online a successful online business and so I just decided that um, I was just going to get out of my own way and my desire to help to empower them to get their businesses online just enabled me to actually step up and serve in a way that I didn't think was at all possible before lockdown started and I ended up with over a hundred people on my course getting a hundred small businesses online 
which really gave me one of my highest joys, which is impact. And obviously also helped in terms of income during a, a difficult time uh, financially. So in terms of, you know, sort of bouncing back, I kind of bounced forwards with um, COVID-19. And um, that was my biggest kind of drop in was that, you know, when you truly connect with what's important to you, which for me is like service and bringing more joy and happiness into the world and relieving pain and suffering, you can get out of your own way and you can just land it and do it. Even though it's COVID-19, even though you're homeschooling your kids, even though you're a bit stressed out (laughs) generally, you can still step up and serve when you have an attachment to the outcome and, and it having a you know a deep meaning to you i love that and you know bouncing forward we've <laughs> we've we've touched on bouncing in so many ways in these interviews you know people talk about we, we we bounce around we bounce back before we bounce forward and it's you know it's not a straight line journey and there are so many challenges and life throws curveballs and to ultimately bounce forward after we've been through a challenging time or you know at the time of recording this we're we're in 2020 the time of the the covid pandemic and lockdown and let's face it it has been a challenging time on on so many levels for you know same storm but we're all facing this storm we're in different boats but there is a theme of challenge and and well done you for for bouncing forward during such (laughs) you know, such a challenging time. I mean, what would your, what would your advice be to people listening? I mean, there, there will be people in the audience that, you know, they're perhaps starting out or their, their business, they don't need to pivot or it's business as usual. Perhaps they're having tough time in other areas, you know, the whole having the family at home all the time, or you touched on home learning, homeschooling, and there could be financial pressures. What's your experience of perhaps being in the thick of a challenge where you can't yet see the light at the end of the tunnel? What helps you to keep going and to ultimately bounce forward? I think it is for me always about connecting to my higher purpose and what brings me joy. So I've been thinking about this recently, about what keeps us safe and you know what gives us power and I think it really is when we stay true to our values and we're integrity with our values and we trust ourselves and we do what we know is important to us and so whenever I've had a challenge I've always just returned to knowing what's important to me and how I want to show up in the world and what I want to choose for my life and that means that regardless of what's going on around me I have that place of safety and trust because, you know, I'm doing what I know brings me joy and happiness and gives me fulfillment. So I think, you know, during, even though at times in COVID-19, it was very hard to, you know, run Blossom and Berry, um, look after my children, serve my clients in my coaching business and also my charity in Malawi. There's been lots and lots of uh, problems and challenges there. I've always stayed true to my ultimate goal, which is to, you know, connect with others with love to create positive outcome and um, impact in the world. And I think, you know, that always gives me the power to get up in the morning and just do it because it's really, really important to me. That's awesome. And uh, I, I want to rewind because you, at the beginning of this interview, you started by sharing where you're at with Blossom and Berry, which is incredibly inspirational you you're this established business owner you've got this 
proven track record, 18 years, you've built this incredible business internationally, training and supporting and nurturing teachers, baby massage teachers, primarily all over the world. So for, for people hearing that as a starting point, they think, oh yeah, well, it's okay for you because you know, you're 18, you've got 18 years under your belt and you've got this successful business. So I want to kind of rewind to that 18 year period. And what bounce back story have you got of like facing challenges um, and adversity in that initial building of Blossom and Berry, perhaps for people in our audience who are starting out and are feeling the challenges of being new, stepping out your comfort zone, doing stuff for the first time. Have you got a bounce back story from, from that initial Blossom and Berry period? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting when you talk about challenges that we face, because I think every day when, when you're an entrepreneur, potentially there are challenges ahead of you, isn't there? You know, it's like managing all your tasks, managing your time, making sure that you show up for people in the way you say. But I don't like to look at that as challenges. I, I see that as part of the entrepreneurial journey, part of the learning curve, the growing curve and the development curve. Because, you know, Nick, to be honest, I still feel the same as I did as a startup because um, I might be 18 years in, in, in a business, but I've never had an 18-year-old business before. And so I still mm. have challenges there that are different from the ones I had as a, as a startup. But, you know, like I don't believe that you've ever got it sorted. It's a commitment to the growth and the work and the learning and the evolution of your business as an entrepreneur. So Definitely. I think it's interesting, you know, how maybe some people see that, you know, 18 years, she's got it sorted in, sorted in business. I think that it's just... Um, you know, I'm definitely humble enough to say that I know nothing and I'm just learning <laughs> all of the time. But in terms of actual specifics, uh, in terms of bounce back stories, I suppose, you know, when I first started my business, I had very little money. I had virtually no experience. I had very little time because I had three children under three and a half. I had very little support. Wowzers. <laughs> um, and I used to put my three children to bed and then start work about, I don't know, half past eight, and I would work till about two o'clock in the morning, and then be up with my children in the night, and then get up in the morning, and so that was a big challenge, you know, I did think at some points that I might be slightly crazy trying to do this, because, you know, I had a lot on, you know, there's a lot of things to balance, and I also sort of had a conversation to myself around, you know, is this the right time, maybe I should wait, but I couldn't wait because I had that real connection to my why and I had such a passion that even though I was working late at night, I was actually in quite a flow state because I had a real connection to the, the, the meaning behind my work. So I think, I think that's, that would be the advice I, I would say. You know, if you're having a challenge, always return to your why, always return to the meaning that your work has behind it. Because if, if something has meaning, you can get through adversity if something doesn't have meaning, then it it's really just just basically just don't do it. <laughs> That's the easiest yeah. way to describe it. You and I, in the work that we do in supporting others, we talk a lot about you know connecting to your purpose and your why and and the importance of crafting a, a, a vision. If that's new to some of the people listening, like, well, I don't know what my why is, or I've got a vague idea. What have you found that's helped you in the past? to get clear on your why and 
it, tell us about that process. Um, what's helped you connect to it? Has it evolved over time? Or what, what do you do to reconnect with it? There's lots of questions in there. Let's start with the first one. What, what's helped you to, to discover your why? Okay, would you want the real, honest, authentic? I do. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. Of course, okay. this is so, this is empower. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I could give you the whole sort of like you know when I sit down and I journal and I do this and I do that, but you know what I do? I just stop and I just listen and I just mm. tune in and I just know and you know it makes me feel quite emotional when I when I'm talking about it actually because you know yourself what it is if you truly stop and listen and you tune in and you remember who you are and you understand that you know you you create your own reality and that you have a choice and that by exercising that choice you give yourself the freedom um for the life that you want to live and so to find your why is to actually stop and do absolutely nothing and to turn down the volume on absolutely everything else apart from yourself and you know what you see your sort of divine calling on earth to be and then to believe in yourself enough to just show up authentically as you and just do that thing even though people may judge you and even though you may have people may have expectations of you that you're not fulfilling I was a, a project finance lawyer working in the city who decided to become a baby massage instructor so you can imagine the levels of expectation and judgment <laughs> and quite you know disbelief around that but I knew absolutely 100% that I was absolutely meant to do that as crazy as it seems back then and I'm still doing it now 18 years later being you know really successful and um, set up my charitable project through it and I support my family and I'm part of an amazing community and you know I just never stopped believing in that in that calling really. I love that you've shared that. I mean, you and I have, we have similar, similar um, experiences in, a, in our backstories. I was the same. I came from a corporate world, left at the height of my career. And on, on paper and to others, it's like, well, that's a crazy move. Why on earth would you want to do that? And, and it is this connection to your advice is, is so important and powerful. And what, what I want to share with people listening is where you say stop and listen to yourself that can sound easy can't it and then but the danger is when we first stop what we what we can straight away hear at the beginning is perhaps still our ego it's still that chimp if any of you have read the chimp paradox out there you know that chimp voice that constant chatter and that's the ego voice and it's so bloody loud you know it's <laughs> much much louder than our intuition and our knowing that that you touched on so sometimes it's not enough just to stop for a few minutes and go okay what do I hear <laughs> it can take time you know it can take time to really quieten that chimp and tune into what are just more subtle whispers that if we're stuck in the busyness of life can just go unheard for for so long uh, uh, much easier to dis dismiss than than the screaming chimp i would i would say what 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 are your thoughts on that in terms of the the different voices and and how we can shut the chimp down for a bit what have you found that's helped with that so this is a really interesting and great question so i think that the key to it is to find you know the joy in your life so to reconnect with what you love 
um, by first of all loving yourself and honoring yourself as the person that unique person you are on the planet so maybe going back into your childhood before we were very much more conscious of that voice in our heads you know before the age of seven we're fairly playful curious creative creatures and so I would go journey back maybe to a time where you did feel free to be yourself authentically and connect with the things that you love and what gave you joy and then I would suggest to actually do those as an adult so that's what I do as an adult I play you know I have times in my day where I do the things that I've always loved to do which is I'm in nature I'm very creative I love reading I love moving my body I love dancing all of those things I've seen you hula hooping recently (laughs) as well (laughs) so that keeps me connected to my source of joy and love and then that makes the voice of joy and love so much uh, louder because I feed it with love and joy and I choose to work more in that space than say in you know the headspace like you said so I think yeah you're totally right you you, this is not an exercise that you can do where you just sit down and you go okay what what is it what's my life purpose but this this is what I always say to my clients as well go and date yourself so I always date myself normally out of COVID-19 once a month I will take myself off somewhere in London and I'll create my dream date with myself so I will go to the restaurant I want to go to I will go to the 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 art exhibition or I'll go to like you know go see some see a site or go to a museum or something in London that I know inspires me and then when I'm in that total state of like flow and joy and doing what I love I get the best ideas I sometimes I stay down in London and I go to my hotel room and I sit in all night and I just let my brain go loose and then from that is the, the best the best best time I can use to invest in my business is investing in myself in that mm, way. I love that. Julia Cameron, who uh, wrote The Artist's Way, talks about going on an artist's date as well. Um, so I'm not sure if you're aware <laughs> of that. And I love her work. And if obviously we're in COVID. So if there are people thinking, oh, I'd love to do that. But obviously we're in lockdown and there are less possibilities or perhaps financially they're, they're bootstrapping. Some of the things I found the equivalent for you, sometimes just having, I'm not a bath person, but a really long shower or you touched on nature earlier, a really long walk in nature, meditating, doing some exercise. Sometimes that can create that equivalent state of just being in the moment, feeling good, tuning in. And and my best ideas have definitely come in the shower. So, uh, but I'm liking your idea of going on a date night in a, hotel in London I'm gonna I'm gonna (laughs) make a note of that one for for future I think you know like simple things I I totally hear you you know um getting up earlier in the morning so just giving yourself at least one hour every day which is dedicated to you another thing that I do whenever I feel a little bit overwhelmed or disconnected I will read or connect with other people that inspire me who are doing similar type of work. And when I hear their voices, it amplifies my own voice and calling in my life because I see my work reflected in them. So that's a really easy thing to do is to get connected with people who share the same vision, the same values, have the same type of energy levels that you have or aspire to have, Mm. because it really encourages you to grow into that space because we're all growing and we're all developing and and having people around us to inspire us really helps so if you haven't got that actual community 
physically or even you know online then you know reading books and listening to to inspiring podcasts that can that can be enough as well to really activate my my calling I love that and I definitely believe that books find us sometimes we just need to put it out there what we feel we need what type of input what type of inspiration and books or, or podcasts find us they've always certainly jumped out at shelves or somebody will suddenly mention a book or recommend a book and yeah brilliant advice what do you think can be the gifts of adversity challenging times you you started to touch on (laughs) you know it's growth it's par for the course definitely when you're an entrepreneur when life's throwing us curveballs and we're right in the thick of it and we haven't yet got that benefit of hindsight to look back and go, oh, okay, I get it. And I see what, what can we hold on to potentially as being the, the gifts? Mm. So I think really just the resilience, probably, I would say, you know, the fact that, you know, if you, when you navigate challenges, you, it gives you strength. And it gives you courage that you can cope. I don't, you know, embrace is probably a better word. Embrace whatever's coming for you. And it gives you those skills to develop and grow and then use those in other areas as well. So I think when you're thinking of the challenges and the adversity, we can't control that. We can't control what happens to us. No one could have ever predicted Mm COVID-19. And um, we don't have any, we just don't have control. But what we do have control over is how we uh, relate to it the meaning we attach to it and the lessons that we choose to take from those things. So I think that's my way of dealing with adversity is surrender probably (laughs) ultimately. Yeah. I love that control the controllables and you and I have chatted in the past and you know, I, I love my metaphor. My personal thing when I'm going through adversity is to think of the butterfly metaphor, um, the caterpillar who through you know it's just timing it finds itself beginning to be encased in darkness and a caterpillar completely liquefies inside a chrysalis and it goes to mush you know it's like I don't recognize myself you know what on earth is going on this is dark I feel constrained I feel trapped and because that caterpillar is stuck in that chrysalis that's going to mush can't see what's coming it doesn't know it's preparing it for the next stage which is to grow and find these incredible wings and soar to heights that a caterpillar could could never soar to and I do find that metaphor is useful for me and I, I, I'm sharing it because if there's anybody out there going through a tough time who perhaps feels their mind or their life is turning to mush right now and they don't recognize it it all feels a bit dark think of the butterfly that that you are becoming that is part of that growth and and transformation easier to say when we're in hindsight but I think there is a cycle to this it comes back to what you were saying earlier Gail about it's not just a one-off it's like this ongoing cycle of change change stroke challenge embracing that transformation growth and and it evolving into something else yes I particularly when we're an entrepreneur what are your thoughts on it being an ongoing cycle definitely and I think you know practicing self-compassion and self-kindness is so important it's really easy to say I should be here or compare yourself to others and think they've got it down and I haven't um why did I do this 
So I think it's so important to release any judgment on yourself. You are doing the best that you can right now with the skills that you have and you're allowed to feel, you know, on top of the world, you're allowed to feel really, really challenged right now. Like all feelings are valid. It's, it's not duality, you know, it's not one or the other. It's about embracing where you are and trying to connect with the learning. You know, what have I learned from this today? Um, what am I grateful for today? Um, because, you know, it's out, it's out of our control. We are in this process. It's co-creation. And so resistance to it is kind of futile. So it's about surrendering and allowing and trusting that you know you you are you are capable of great things but you need to be patient and kind to yourself just like you would to a friend or a child you know to, to practice that for ourselves as well is very important i think such wisdom gail <laughs> thank you so much um i'm mindful that we're coming towards the end of our time together and um the audience that have listened to other episodes will know what I'm about to ask you to leave us with, which is what we call your bounce back invitation. So what question would you like to leave our audience with or challenge for them perhaps as part of their own bounce back journey? Okay, so this would be my invitation to take this moment to stop and to pause and to evaluate where you are in your life um, to look at the lessons that you've got from this time the, you know, the, the painful hard ones and the amazing gifts and to just choose now to go forward in complete alignment with your values um, creating the life and the business that you want for yourself with the confidence to know that you can do it love that we want to hear what you guys have come up with what a beautiful invitation and you can share on our hashtag bounce back stronger we would love to hear what's come up for you from from gail's challenge gail thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story and all your wisdom and uh, really really inspirational to to hear from you today thank you Thank you for listening to the Empower podcast for mums in business. And thanks goes to our podcast series sponsors, Bounce Life. Insurance to protect you, your business and your family. To get your free startup and business growth kickstart guide and to find out about our Empower community, go to empower.global.